1: More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox Entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox Entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox Entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com.
2: Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload.
3: So I'm really excited to have this guest on because he's someone I have admired for a very long time. He has such a gentle spirit, yet his words and his actions are so very strong. He is Dr. Ben Carson. He's an American retired neurosurgeon, politician. He served as the 17th United States Secretary of Housing and Urban Development from 17 to 21, and he's a pioneer in the field of neurosurgery. Candidate for President of the United States. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Ben Carson. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me.
3: Oh, thanks for being on. You've got a new book out, so I want to talk about that. And also, you were in Pennsylvania not too long ago. We'll we'll talk about that as well. But you and your new book, Created Equal, um, you, you talk about the, our brains and how unique they are, and you talk about the process um, of how that brain processes information, and, uh, and, and it seems that uh, we can't be overloaded, even though at times I feel like my brain is overloaded, but, <laughs> but we are always expanding and challenging that capacity. So um, can you start by telling us about the brain and your experience as a brain surgeon and what that's taught you about people as a whole?
4: Well, the, the human brain is just the most amazing organ system in the entire universe. Billions of neurons, hundreds of billions of interconnections can process more than 2 million bits of information per second. Wow! You can't possibly overload it <laughs> in a lifetime. Good and to know. <laughs> Interestingly enough, you take a human brain and you put it against an animal brain, let's say a dog. The surface topography is quite similar. Oh. Frontal lobes, parietal lobes, temporal lobes, occipital lobes, midbrain, brain stem cerebellum. But the animal brain has a much better developed midbrain. So that means the midbrain. Midbrain allows you to react oh. cat-like reflexes, and the but the people have much bigger and better developed frontal lobes, which is where you engage in rational thought processing. We're able to extract information from the past, integrate it with information from the present, project it into the future, plan, strategize, analyze. So when you have something like critical race theory, which teaches our kids that the most important determinant of what happens to you is your skin color, you're acting more like an animal. You're just reacting to surface topography. Whereas if you use those frontal lobes, you can analyze And that's what Dr. King meant when he said he looked forward to a day when people would be judged by the content of their character, which you need those frontal lobes to access versus the color of their skin.
3: Does it seem to you there was a point where we were judging people by their character, finally, because we know that we have a history here in this country, but finally judging people by their character? And suddenly now, because of some of these programs in the schools and the, the, the 1619 Project CRT, are we now reverting back to judging people by the color of their skin?
4: Yeah, they're, they're ba- basically teaching our children to act like animals and to use our lower faculties rather than our higher faculties and where how can that possibly lead to something good and creating differences between people when our strength comes from our unity and i talk in the book about how everybody has contributed significantly to our country and uh, you know we have a real gem here you know i've visited 68 countries i've lived overseas there's no place like america mm-hmm. and the the left tries to make it seem like we live in a systemically racist country well if it were systemically racist, why would people be forming caravans trying to get in here? And when they got in, they'd be calling their friends and relatives, to say, "Don't come here." That's not That's, <laughs> that's, not, <true>. what, <laughs> that's not what we're seeing, is it?
3: <laughs> not at all. In fact, not at all. It is one of the greatest places on earth to live. Um, when you wrote this, so you had to be compelled to write this, uh, you, you've talked about so many other things. I mean, I've heard you talk about, um, how we're destroying future generations because of our debt and so many other things that are going on right now in this country. You, you care very much about children, um, uh, urban development, but right now you've decided to write a book, um, called created equal. Uh, what, why did you finally decide that this is what, where you wanted to put your efforts and energy over the last year?
4: Because I was very concerned about what was happening to our country and how people were using race as a cudgel to beat people into submission, mm. to, to get white people to feel guilt, to get black people to feel like they were victims, and none of which is true, by the way, Right. and distorting our history. And, of course, our history gives us our identity, and our identity is the basis upon which our belief system is based. So if you destroy all of that, then you've got a bunch of people wandering around with no base who are easily persuaded. uh, And that's exactly what's happening. And we have to make people aware of the manipulation that is going on. We, the American people, are not each other's enemies. And uh, there's no reason that we should allow ourselves to be manipulated.
3: I agree with that. And you talked about um, our belief system and Those who are equally, are easily swayed, um, basically don't have that base that basic belief system and one of the things i know that you um are a man of faith and as am i and when you talk about integrating that faith into all aspects of our lives um mm-hmm. you would think and, and perhaps it's because we, because our belief system isn't really strongly um firmly in if in, uh established uh, that we're having some of these issues so let's talk just for a moment or two about our faith the Judeo-Christian values, and how that really should shape how we look at race. Yeah.
4: Well, remember, uh, our founding document, the Declaration of Independence, talks about certain unalienable rights given to us by our Creator, a.k.a. God. The Pledge of Allegiance to our flag says we are one nation under God. Every coin in our pocket, every bill in our wallet says in God we trust. So it was foundational uh, to our nation. And our founders believed in it. You know, John Adams said our Constitution is for a moral and religious people and is wholly inadequate for any other. Yes. And you look at all the prayers that George Washington offered, and I think, quite frankly, it it was that Judeo-Christian value system that allowed us to move from a bunch of ragtag militiamen to the pinnacle of the world in record time. No one believed that we would be successful. The Europeans thought that it was crazy. How can you have a country that is run on the will of the people? You have to have a monarch. You have to have a ruling structure. And uh, that experiment has lasted for 250 years. Indeed. You know, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin was asked after, at the end of the Constitutional Convention, what do we have here, a republic or a monarchy? Or a monarchy? And he said, a republic if you can keep amen. it. Amen, amen.
3: You know, I have about four minutes and I want to talk about the fact that you were in Pennsylvania not long ago and that actually and I know that you are firmly pro-life, that you care so very much about the life of a child from conception to birth and beyond so um, a lot of how Dr. Oz is being hit right now in the state of Pennsylvania. We need a candidate that can go on to win the general election. And I understand people think about this in terms of feelings and who their heart, you know, goes out to. But really, we have to be strategic. We have to know that we can win the general election. You've known Dr. Oz. You are a. You are certainly pro-life.
5: Does life begin at conception? I believe it does. Does that mean um, who's right? I guess should be superseded, the mother or the unborn child? Whose rights, who has greater rights? In the ideal situation, the mother should not believe that the baby is her enemy and should not be looking to terminate the baby. You know, things are set up in such a way that the person in the world who has the greatest interest in protecting the baby is the mother. We've allowed the purveyors of division to make mothers think that that baby is their enemy and that they have a right to kill it. Can you see how perverted that line of thinking is? What if somebody has an unwanted pregnancy? Should they have the right to terminate it? No. Think about this. Uh, during slavery, and I know that's one of those words you're not supposed to say, but I'm saying it. During slavery, a lot of the slave owners thought... That they had the right to do whatever they wanted to that slave, anything that they chose to do. And, uh, you know, what if the abolitionist had said, you know, I don't believe in slavery. I think it's wrong.
3: But you guys do whatever you want to do. Where would we be? Definitively. And I would like to address that subject particularly because he, a lot of it has been said about him that's not quite true. Could you, can you address that?
4: Yeah, well, he's had a slew of lies told about him. You know, I've known him for a long time. You know, we've discussed these issues, uh, you know, and thoroughly. And I know he's very pro-life. He's a physician like myself. has worked very hard to preserve life. And, you know, we all sometimes say things that get misinterpreted and then spread around. Yes. You know, uh, I've certainly been the recipient of that kind of activity. Yes. And that's exactly what's going on with him. As people get to know him, uh, it's very easy for them to see that, that who he is and how courageous he is and how he's willing to fight. And he's very, very smart. And uh, that's the kind of person that we need right now because America is on the precipice of determining whether we're going to c- go ahead and be the land of the free. Or are we going to become a socialist nation? And uh, you know that used to seem to be a far-fetched notion. It's no no longer far-fetched at all. And we need the kind of people who will be courageous. You remember uh, early on in COVID, he was one of the few people who stood up uh, for hydroxychloroquine. Yes. And, and it's subsequently been shown to be quite effective. If you look at Western Africa, they had almost no COVID. Why? Because they use hydroxychloroquine as an anti-malarial and uh you know you just have to sometimes be willing to stand up against the grain and and dr oz has the ability to do that and his intellect will be shown more and more as people get a chance to hear him
3: oh you mentioned intellect i remember i was at a uh, forum in southwestern pa uh, um, it was an energy forum and the honorable rick perry was there and harold ham and uh one of the things that Rick Perry said about Oz, and it did resonate with me, that was something I had picked up early on, is that he's a fast learner. He compared him to Donald Trump because many people have said that, you know, you tell him a story, you tell him, you know, tell him the facts and he picks it up immediately. But um, Rick Perry did say um, of Dr. Oz that he was a very fast learner. And
4: that is important. No, yeah, It's true. It's true. I've try to teach him how to play pool and he's picked up on pretty
3: good <laughs> yeah but who, who still wins that game of pool though tell me go ahead
4: <laughs> w- well i make sure i don't teach him that part <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, dr ben carson we appreciate you thank you for coming to pennsylvania you recognize how important this senatorial race is for this state it really is, isn't Absolutely. it?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you for being a patriot. We appreciate
3: it. Thank you. You too. So I just want to mention too, we were talking to Dr. Ben Carson and his new book is Created Equal. Thank you for taking a stand on that issue too, because that's a very, very important issue going forward in this country. I mean, if we're to go forward in this
4: country. We are going to go for it, and we're going to win, I guarantee you. It's going to be a little turmoil on the way, but we're not giving up by any stretch of the imagination.
3: I'm here with you, right there with you. Dr. Ben Carson, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, And they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first-come, first-served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call Goldco at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Sean Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Follow Sean Hannity's lead and call Gold Code today at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022.
1: You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox Entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox Entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, dot That's Knox.com for more information.
2: Close to 700 stations and millions of listeners all across this great country. Great country. This is the Hannity Show, where we say thank you for listening.
3: Right, welcome back, everybody. This is Rose sitting in for Sean Hannity. So we just listened to Dr. Ben Carson, and he talked a lot about abortion and his thoughts on abortion. I've got some sound clips here that gives you an indication of exactly how the left thinks and talks about abortion. Take a listen. In many cases, um, abortions are of teenage women, um, particularly low income and often black, who... Um, aren't in a position to be able to care for children have um, unexpected pregnancies and it deprives them of the ability often to continue their education to later participate in the workforce so there there is a spillover into labor force participation but it. and uh, it means the children will grow up in poverty yeah. and do do worse themselves and thank you let
0: me let is, me just f- say my not time harsh. Off topic. this I- is I- the truth
6: well abortion restrictions are medically unnecessary and based on False assumptions, and uh, they are part of a broader political agenda um, that is racist, based in racism, xenophobic, xenophobia, and designed to exert power and control over pregnant people's bodies. And so, protect, protecting abortion access is essential in reproductive justice, and it's even more urgent in states with limited access to abortion, like Mississippi and Texas. So do do you agree that
0: this is going against the undemocratic will, but this is the only way Republicans can achieve this? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, here's the thing. Here's my feeling about the leaker. I I would like to find out who the leaker is so I could make sweet love to that person because that person is a (laughs) hero to me. Okay, and if the leaker, a lot of people are saying it could be a conservative if the leaker is a Republican uh, and if I get pregnant during our lovemaking, I will joyfully abort our fetus and let them know.
3: (laughs) Wow. Wow, when you hear that out loud, that is just astounding, isn't it? That's where we are right now. That's not where everyone is right now, though. Uh, but that's what we're up against uh, when we have thoughts like that on the left. Good grief, people. All right, so my name is Rose. Check me out on social media, Rose Unplug. Just about every platform except for Twitter, it's Rose Unplug, And I've got so much more coming up. And I love doing the show and spending time with all of you in the audience. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is Rose and I am so happy to be sitting in for Sean Hannity, a friend, a longtime friend. And then of course, I'm working with Ethan and Linda and Katie. I just love everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us and staying with us too throughout the show. You know, there is one thing I've been really wanting to talk about and that is the baby formula shortage. This is an outrage. This is when I think back to the time I was a young mom with a, with a newborn. And you think about how you're worried about the whole, you know, his whole life, her whole life is on your shoulders. You are worried about every aspect of their life at the moment, life next month, life years from now. You have now a new burden that you have never had before. Someone is counting on you for, for their very life. I remember one time when my son was crying and crying and I was breastfeeding and I know there's this whole thing out there, you know, breast is best. Okay. Listen, yeah. Breastfeeding is a great thing. If a, you can do it. There are a lot of women that just can't, It just doesn't work for them. They have a difficult time with it or B you're managing a job, full-time job, full-time motherhood. But anyway, there was a time where I was breastfeeding and, I, and my son just kept crying and crying. And my husband said, what's wrong with him? What, what aren't you doing right? And I said, Wait a minute. What? What aren't I doing right? And I said, you know what? I'm going to leave the baby right there and I'm leaving and you sustain his life. You keep him alive. And I got in the car and left. But that's all part of just having a baby. Okay, that stuff happens. But the idea, though, here is that mothers feel so responsible, as they should, for the well-being of this tiny little infant who is dependent upon us for every single thing to thrive, to survive. And when you tell a mom that there's a baby formula shortage, when a mom doesn't even have to be told that, but she walks into her local grocery store and there are empty shelves where there used to be baby formula, then there's a problem. And that mom and the dad's care too, don't get me wrong, but that mother is almost out of her mind when she considers that she may not be able to provide the very essentials that her child needs to stay alive, to stay alive. And we have an administration that, for all intents and purposes, seems to be so flippant on this subject. Astounding to me. Absolutely astounding. And I, Linda, I want to bring you in on this because you are like one of the best moms I know. You love your child. You would do anything for that child to, to even think that when he was an infant, you wouldn't be able or couldn't be sure that you would get the very thing he needs to stay alive. Would that just not throw you over the top?
7: Yeah, I mean, I I give these women a lot of credit. You know, they're doing everything they can and they're trying the best to make sure that they Can feed their kids and their newborns. And some of these people have twins. You know, some of these people have, you know, one-year-olds, two-year-olds, you know, people that they're still mixing formula in their, you know, more, um, you know, whether they're doing, you know, the squeezums or whatever the packs are that the kids are eating nowadays. But I think the thing that, that makes me more angry than anything is just... This whole idea that, you know, America has to care for all and I'm all about it. But, you know, if you're ever in a situation where you're in danger, the first thing they're going to say is protect yourself, then protect the person next to you. Because if anything happens to you, you can't protect the ones next to you. So I'm trying to figure out why we're not taking care of our own as well as taking care of everybody else. Forty billion to Ukraine. We got, you know, tons of formula down at the border. Right. And not only do we have the formula at the border, but it is being sent in mislabeled boxes so they got these go-go squeeze boxes and we had a congresswoman that was able to go down and she was able to get photographs from god bless him a border patrol agent that's worked 30 years on the border right and he's like listen all i do is take pallets in and out all day on the taxpayer dollar these pallets are coming down they are filled with baby formula and the baby formula is going to illegal immigrants crossing into our country illegally brought by coyotes and sex traffickers and God knows what else because of the catch and release program set up by bumbling Biden and the rest of his disgusting crew who allow these women and children to be brought in in the most dangerous of circumstances. And now we can't feed our kids and our babies because they're choosing to feed babies that come here illegally because they're choosing to send funds and money over to Ukraine because they're choosing to give grants to a brand new company that's run by none other than Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and uh, whoever that guy is that runs Virgin Airlines. I mean, all these multi-mega millionaires that suddenly are able to mimic and copy the human proteins of um for for he, the proteins in milk for humans that our babies need and and it's for such a time as this for such a time
3: as this right what are you talking about yeah it, i mean i'm but- i'm out of my mind about it Well, yeah, and it's so frightening because you know that that burden of keeping that child alive and healthy is on you as a mom. And it was uh, Representative Kat Kamek who was sharing those videos and the photographs that she received from that border agent. And thank God he felt compelled to let someone know what was going on. And like you said, it's not that we don't care about the children coming in because they need to be fed as well. Understood, but she herself, Representative Kamik, mentioned the fact that, you know, it sometimes is just another example of America last. And I think that American moms are looking at this and they are furious and you don't want to get in between a mom and her baby. You just really don't. Not a good idea. And to think that there, and, and of course now, you know, we've got that whole situation with the plant that was closed. Um, the the FDA closed down the, the one plant. So a lot of the formula shortage is is coming to the attention of everyone. But you know, some of us have been talking about this for a couple of months. and and this was happening before the supply chain imploded. And there was a great story. I think it was in the Federalist, and they talk about how um, how we really aren't okay. So first of all, Linda, there are moms that have been or have reverted to ordering from European uh, companies to get that formula here, and those orders have been held up by this country, which is frightening when you think about it, right? And and a well, little I over mean, the top.
7: Now. <laughs> Just hear that point, which is an excellent point. So we're blocking baby formula. Yeah. So you can't give us what we need and we can't feed our babies. And that's the most important thing is for us to take care of our kids. So we go where we got to go to get what we got to get so that we can feed our little ones. And now you're stopping it at, you know, as as a um, unapproved import through the FDA. And I'm thinking to myself, so we got people and fentanyl and drugs and all sorts of other Good, coming, right coming across. I mean, with no problem. I'll make sure. Should I send the baby formula in with the coyote that's paying off the guy at the border? Is that what I need to do so that we can feed
3: our babies? And Maybe send it what is. We do have. I mean, this right. is insane. It is insane, and I understand that there's some regulations and so forth. But there are a lot of mums that have been ordering European formulas. As a matter of fact, so they're trying to to encourage others to look at other ways to uh, supply nutrition to their to to women's children. And and this is being held up. And, you know, it's just another example again. And I love what that congresswoman said of America last. She's absolutely right. And and, and and then we get so many excuses or not even excuses if they even understand what's going on, because listen to this. Corinne Jean-Pierre doesn't even know who, you know, the White House point person is on on this subject, on the subject of shortages. Take a listen.
8: Who's running yep. point on the on the, the formula issue at the White House you mentioned the White House as
3: well? I, I mean I, I at the White House I don't I, I don't know. I can find out for you and
5: get you a person who's running point.
3: Running point. And she kind of giggled or laughed, not another laugher. I mean, I, I just I don't think I can handle that. There's nothing funny about this. Anyone who has been a mother who has the that that wonderful burden of keeping that child alive knows that there is absolutely nothing funny. About this, and it's a little scary too. Um, Here she is again talking about baby formula shortage um, being Biden's top priority. Take a listen.
8: Baby formula, there's been severe shortages throughout much of the country over many weeks and months, but particularly the last couple weeks. What is the administration doing? What can you do?
1: Certainly, we've been tracking ensuring that um, so ensuring that infant form formula is safe and available for families across the country is a top priority to the White House and, and this administration.
3: Linda, if you were a young mom right now, does this all make you feel any better? Do you feel reassured that everything is going to be OK? I think the fact that in the same breath and the
7: same pull spray, she said two completely controversial <laughs> things did. that don't even go together. This is this is literally the hallmark of this entire administration. Say whatever you want at any time because nobody's gonna tell you that it's wrong. I think even furthermore, you know, Ethan and I were talking about this the other day. We played this cut yesterday from Gina Raimondo and she was saying that global warming is more important than your kids having clothes on their back because if they if they don't live because of global warming. Yes. And I was like, Is this woman out of her mind? And then I was just reading today. Where people were saying, you know, Bill Gates is not the reason why there's a baby formula shortage. It's not like he's creating a solution to a crisis he also created or that's being manufactured to allow some of these folks to make money because, you know, we never let a good crisis go to waste. But in the same moment, they're saying, well, you do know that the greenhouse emissions that come from where we do all the farming for the milk, you know, that hurts, that hurts the planet. It's over 10% of the emissions that are affecting our, our greenhouse. So, you know, we, we, we need to, we need to, you know, work on that and bring that down. So it's okay that there's a shortage because it's going to force us into finding a solution. So, you know, it's okay that we don't clothe our kids. It's okay that we don't feed our babies. It's okay that fentanyl is coming across the border and killing thousands and thousands of people in the, in the 20 to 30 year age range i mean an entire generation lost all of that is okay it's totally fine because we're, we're going to save the planet i'm like are these people out of their mind unbelievable it's su- it, i just ugh. there are words i would use but they're, they're not fcc compliance so I'm, no.
3: <laughs> I'm sure they're not you mentioned ethan and we know that ethan is expect well his wife is expecting but he's uh, pretty expectant along with her ethan does this frighten you at all
6: uh, it's extremely frightening. I mean, I know that uh, our local paper was uh, highlighting people going to empty parking lots and buying it off of people on Craigslist and stuff like that. It's uh, right. You know, it, 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 it's scary because you always want what's best for your child in the world. And many people won't be able to provide the minimum for their child because of this shortage. and. I can't help but wonder uh, what if this happened under President Trump, too, because it seemed to be like all right. uh, for, for all the other parents in America dealing with this, this is a major crisis. And yet again, we're being told by the Biden administration, like inflation, like the border, like everything else that we've covered on the show, that it's not a crisis. You guys are imagining it. You guys are imagining it until It's now such a crisis that they can no longer, you know, deny that it's a crisis. And they're like, oh, well, we've been working on this for months. Believe us, we've been working on it for months. And it's like, well, you've said that about every single crisis and nothing has ever been solved. (sighs) So true.
3: On this subject, we've got Thomas calling in and Ethan, I wish you the very best. And hopefully this shortage will be over so very soon for everyone involved. And uh, uh, Thomas, we'll go ahead and take your phone call. How are
8: you? Good and yourself? Doing well, thank you. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, me and my wife are expecting, um, end of next month, Aww. you know, and so we have a lot of things going on in life and everything else, and you know, we're, we're we're gathering everything, getting everything together for our little girl that we're expecting, you know, and started looking at baby formula and everything else. Me and my wife been going to different grocery stores, and we found a baby formula we like, but we're not going to. It seems like we're not going to be able to just find the exact formula every time because it's a hit or miss at all the, at all the, all the grocery stores. And I've told my wife, you know, I do not want her to worry about this because I want to oh. keep the least amount of stress off her as possible because we are all hoping on the fact that, you know, she can breastfeed. And I mean, going into that, I was talking to her last night cause she might have to start traveling for work again. TSA isn't letting moms pump milk and travel with it and bring it back with them. If it's a concern consistency, if it's not frozen to the right temperature, Ooh. they throw it away. What are they? How and do it, they even take the temperature there? I don't. She, I, honestly, security. I wish she was here because she could elaborate on it so much more than I can. She's, she's digging deep into it as well. I'm just trying to keep her from stressing out. And it's just like, I listened to Jen Psaki last night. And I'm sure you did as well. Yeah. And it, there was nothing quantifiable for reassurance for me and my wife that are expecting A family, you know, and it's gas. It's costing us me twice as much just to drive to work. And I'm a diesel technician.
3: Listen, my heart goes out to my friend. And to hear that, too, on top of everything else, I'm tight on time right now. So I appreciate it. Look, I just want to remind everyone all all this is happening as moms and dads across this country are wondering if they will have what they need to feed their child. Our shelves are empty. They are crying out. Listen, Hear me loud and clear. You don't come between a mama and her baby because you mess with a mom and the administration will experience a wrath like none other. And you know what? It will be most felt on Election Day. We'll be back. So my name is Rose. In case you don't remember, I've been telling you all three hours. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you to Sean and Linda and Ethan and everyone for doing every. I love doing this show. I've enjoyed being with you. Check me out on social media, all platforms. It's Rose Unplugged on Rumble and Truth and Getter and I mean, just all of them. And then Twitter is the only place where it's only Rose Unplugged. So check me out. Please like me, follow me, all that stuff, even though I'm shadow banned and everything else, hoping things will get better on Twitter. Hmm. We'll see. But love spending time with you. Uh, See, this was a great Friday the 13th, was it not? thanks for being with us today. I really enjoyed it. And Sean will be back, of course after the weekend. So enjoy that weekend with your family and loved ones. And uh, you know, and if you are expecting or have infants at home, I, I just I pray for you. I'm praying for all of you. So God bless you all. Thanks for hanging in there with me these three hours. I loved it.
1: We all know the atrocities committed by Hamas in Israel on October the 7th. Now Israel is in a fight for their very survival. Now the toll on the Israeli people has been staggering and massive. Thank goodness there are groups like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. They're right there on the ground in the middle of this every single day. They're distributing critical essentials for hundreds of thousands of suffering Israelis. There is a great need, which is why we're partnering with the IFCJ today. Every donation is so urgently needed. Please donate. You can use your mobile phone. Dial pound 250. And when prompted, just say the keyword support IFCJ. Pound 250 from your mobile and say the keyword support IFCJ. And your gift, by the way, right now will be matched to double the impact and help provide twice the support. Anyway, pound 250. Say the keyword support, IFCJ, and thank you for all your support. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans
2: are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver, and they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Right now... Gold Co. is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com.
1: Born from the tragedy of 9 the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook, Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home. And that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.